I hadn't no, seen yeah, for in sure. a while. We saw in your story you were having the time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we were. <laughs> it was so frustrating. I was in the middle of finals and I would see Arthur like, "Oh, where is he this week?" Fucking <laughs> 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 like Milan or something. to this week's episode this week we're discussing what it's like to go on exchange and more specifically how it was like for arthur to go to switzerland this year and we're going to be discussing a little bit about the culture shock and just tips and tricks that you learned along the way exactly you have a bit of a smoker voice today yeah i'm sick (laughs) mother nature was like no you won't be sick this winter but it's summer now in your defense it did like not snow but what is it called in english Oh, um, um, hail! It hailed last night. So <laughs> okay, there was some sort of <laughs> nice. Even though you were in your bed, <laughs> no, nothing. Yes, it's, it hailed outside. But you don't need to know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So first of all, Arthur, how is it like this year? Because this year was your last year of university, and you decided that you wanted to go to Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. So at, uh, well, at Ivy, usually exchange happens in your third year of university. But for me, because Ivy was, I guess, a bit of a different program, it was in my last year, so fourth year. So I only did the spring semester, so starting from January or February up until end of June. And I ended up going to Switzerland. Yeah, why Switzerland? Because you know Europe, you could have gone to like Brazil. (laughs) Well, so yeah, so I I mean, it was so the whole process of applying for exchange had to start a year ago. So when I was in third year, and so I had to sort of write a bit of a there was an application, right? Because so you needed to have certain grades to be able to go on exchange. I mean, usually as long as you don't fail any course, you're pretty much good to go on exchange. Mm -hmm. Uh, But other than that, you had to write essays about the purpose of exchange for you, what you had in mind, what was your goal, what you wanted to accomplish there. And then you had to like give a bit of a top, you should pick out your top five choices. Mm -hmm. So I, Switzerland, so I went specifically to Lausanne, which is in one of the French speaking regions in Switzerland. Yeah. And it wasn't originally my top choice. I think I had, if I remember correctly, I think I wanted to go to the UK first, like in in London or maybe Manchester. yeah. I had some friends there, so I thought, oh, it'd be fun to go to the UK. <laughs> hey. uh, plus, COVID-wise, they were like more open than Canada. So I think that was kind of what tailored my choice. And then I think I also had uh, Milan in Italy and then Barcelona. And then I had Lausanne as like my fourth choice, I think. And then once I sent that in, the university took a few months of review. And then they sent me, you know, the offer of here's what we're proposing. And they, they said, well, do you want to go to Lausanne? And then... Either I could accept or I could say no and maybe be put on a waiting list for another exchange mm-hmm. school. At first, when I got, I remember when I got the, uh, the, the, I got assigned to Lausanne, I didn't really know what to think of it. And I showed mom and dad and they were, they were way more excited about it than <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I remember because you were like debating between Switzerland and um, Spain for some time because your Spanish kind of went down. Well, I did, yeah. So I did three years of high of Spanish in yeah. high school, and I thought, well, going to Barcelona for five, four, five months. If I force myself to really Speak immerse forward, myself yeah. with Spanish speakers, I could probably improve my Spanish quite well. 
But then realistically, during exchange, what usually happens is you kind of stay with the other exchange students because yeah. it's easier to make friends that way. So that was like once I realized I was in Lausanne and they spoke French, that's what helped me get excited about it. It was like, okay, well, since they already speak French over there, I'm not going to struggle making friends. Like I'll be able to meet Swiss people and yeah. really kind of be involved in campus right away and not having to rely on all the other exchange students, which I yeah. thought was cool. So like it is an exchange because you're going in a different country, but yeah, it still feels the same because it's as if you were going to another French well so yeah so compared to the uh, like canadian students who would go on exchange and you know go further away from home i actually got closer <laughs> so now instead of being you know a six-hour plane ride from home i was a three-hour drive <laughs> which was nice because that's also an experience i didn't really have in in high school in canada was i couldn't really go home for the weekend i mean i, yeah. I didn't really go home any weekends but for easter i had a week off so i went back to Strasbourg, which was nice and it allowed me as well you know before classes or when i had long weekends to either go in you know in, in lyon or in paris and, yeah. and or even in the uk to go see friends like high school friends that i hadn't no, seen yeah, for in sure. we saw in your story you were having the time of your life <laughs> meanwhile we were <laughs> it was so frustrating i was in the middle of finals and i would see arthur like oh where is he this week yeah. <laughs> in like milan or something no i didn't Paris. travel that much i uh yeah. compared to the other it's for me going back to europe wasn't to sort of travel like most people on exchange do i feel a lot of people go on exchange and the, you know, it's like if it's the first time in Europe, obviously, and I don't blame them, I would do the same. Yeah. They travel as much as they can. And mm -hmm. every weekend you see like they're in some other city for 24 hours. But for me, being back in Europe, since I'm European, I kind of already know the culture. I didn't really know Switzerland. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to spend some actually some time in Lausanne to actually get to know the locals. Mm -hmm. and so I didn't travel as much. I, I tried to stay in Switzerland as much as possible. Just to also, I guess, like kind of network and actually meet people that yeah. in the future I could come back to. And, you know, if I'm if I, either for work or even just for leisure, I have people yeah. that I can, I'm people that I can really call close friends. Mm -hmm, true. Because like, if you think about it, it's as if you went on the three year exchange to Canada and then came back. Mom, I remember mom, when I was calling her to tell her about my day, she'd like get really excited because she was like, oh, yeah, I am. Um, I managed to get Arthur like some food because we went to go see him this weekend. So she'd come with like Tupperwares. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she, she bought me a bunch of like canned foods. Yeah, so it's funny because it's you went to university for three years so far away from home, and then all of a sudden you're on exchange, and yet you know you're still like it feels as though you're you're still like at home. Exactly. Because it was fun for mom and dad because the three of us weren't home anymore, but you were still close enough that they could take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because they helped me move in, which wasn't something that they could, had done in my first year when I moved into Western. Like, I moved in on my own. Like, yeah. mom and dad, I think, were back in France. So I, we had family friends that helped drove me to London, Ontario, and, and helped me move. But then I was really on my own. Yeah. So then for Switzerland, they, they actually... Yeah, they made up for me. it. Yeah, they made up for it, <laughs> which was a nice experience. Oh, so what was like the um, culture difference, would you say, from like Switzerland or what you've known in France and Canada? What changed the most? First of all, like Lausanne is a beautiful city. Like you're right by yeah. the Geneva Lake. Um, and you have a view of the lake and the French Alps in the background. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, honestly, you never get yeah. sick of the view. Like, it's like, and you also can't be stressed because 
Yeah. Every time you stretch, just look at the view. You don't have to relax, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so I thought, like, I thought it was quite peaceful. Like Switzerland as a country is very like peaceful. Like Lausanne as a city, I felt very safe. Yeah. There was, n- I mean, I didn't try to you know go in more sketchy neighborhoods, but it also didn't seem like there was any. Like Switzerland is a the biggest culture shock, I guess, is just Switzerland is very expensive in general, right? Like. Mm-hmm. For restaurants or anything like any a basic meal at a restaurant, anything will cost you at least you know twenty two mm-hmm. euros or or the equivalent of twenty two euros at least. Yeah. So it, it was funny because when I went to Paris for a weekend with some Canadian friends, we ate at um, restaurants in Paris, and mm-hmm. it we it would still be pretty expensive because Paris is expensive as hell. But me coming from Switzerland and coming from <laughs> Lausanne, like, oh, it was cheaper. So I was like, wow, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> And even coming from Canada back here, when we were walking in the store with Valentine and and a friend that came over for a few days, I was like, oh my God, what? It's two euros? Because in Canada, it'd be like six or five or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the exchange rate is also like different. Yeah, I know. Whereas for like a euro and a Swiss franc is pretty much one to one, like Mm -hmm. maybe a 50 cent. But it's understandable. Like Switzerland is a country of its own. Like it's not even in. It's not in the EU, uh, the, the no. EU. But it's like the living costs there are incredibly high. So, I mean, working in Switzerland is, is great. <laughs> it's worth it. But, <laughs> it, but yeah, if you're if you're traveling in Switzerland, like, it can be really expensive. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I thought like the students, uh, everyone on campus, like all the, among students, everyone spoke English, which was mm-hmm. really cool. Like everyone was at least like bilingual. For me, it wasn't like I didn't really care, but for mm-hmm. the other exchange students that I'd meet, uh, if they were from other countries like Italy or whatever, and we'd all speak English together, it was helpful because at least on campus, you know, everyone could understand them. Mm-hmm. But in general, you know, in the city, everyone was like, I'd say friendly. And it's a pretty like student city, true, because there's the UPFL and also like the University of Lausanne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Lausanne is, from what I was told before I moved in, was a very, like you said, student city. Like there's lots, there's this one area in Lausanne, which is all bars and all the clubs are there nice. so it's kind of <laughs> the go-to place to, to go party uh so it, it's quite nice and everything like pretty everything's close by most of my friends uh were not swiss yeah i like it was either at first like <laughs> i missed the the orientation week in the beginning <laughs> because i had no idea like i didn't i didn't like there was one email about it and I think I missed it. So like what I comp- not to do as an exchange student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it because then it was like, oh, how am I going to make friends? Right. But there's still events that were organized during the year by like one of the student associations on campus. And so I went to those and still met people. But what I ended up doing is I ended up joining that association as an exchange student, <laughs> yeah. to, or, which like the association's role was like in charge of organizing events for the exchange students. So I was organizing events for myself, <laughs> but it was great because I actually, I got to meet, make a bunch of friends through that yeah. and like actually meet locals and I'd go to the events for free as well. So. Nice. Yeah. You got <laughs> yeah, the good end yeah. of the deal. It's like, if you can join a club, <laughs> it's, like, it's like there was alcohol at every event. <laughs> it was fantastic. But like academically, because we've been talking about you traveling, you partying, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the price of restaurants. Yes. But <laughs> what, like, did you have to study as much as you did in Canada? Or would you say exchange in general is usually pretty chill? I think in general, exchange is, is, is like fairly chill. I guess it depends how many credits you have to do. Exactly. Like for me as well, being being in my fourth year, 
Ivy had made me like, overload during the fall semester when I was still with them so that this year I'd have, so this, so like during the semester, the exchange semester, I'd have less, uh, I'd need to less complete, credits. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That means that I only, that meant that I only had four classes and compared to the, you know, usually five classes you'd have per semester mm -hmm. or six. So it was pretty light. And I actually got really lucky because one of my professors got sick a month into the semester, oh but like pretty seriously sick. So she was gone like completely and there was no replacement. She just didn't upload anything online for us to read or anything. <laughs> so you had three so, classes. So we had three classes and then none. Yeah, so I had three classes, and and uh, she so she was gone, and since she was like my only class on Mondays, and I had put everything else oh, on like so Monday to Wednesdays, weekend. I basically had no class from oh, Thursdays to Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So I had more vacation than than classes, but dude. Uh, but overall, like the classes, I was because of Ivy and being in fourth year, I didn't take, I was in taking master's level courses, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say that changed. That was, it was much more difficult. I think overall, it was actually quite interesting to see because I was, I guess, one of the youngest or the younger students in those master courses. Like mm -hmm. everyone, I, all my friends really were all like 23, 24 Everyone I'd meet, I'd, it'd be interesting because I'd meet some people in class and I'd talk to them and I think they're my age. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd learn later on, like, no, they were 29 or like they were 31. What? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because you meet people who have like working experience or so that was cool being in sort of that master's mm -hmm. program, because in the future, if I want to do a master's, I'll, I kind of already know what it's like. Yeah. And honestly, it's not very different from any like bachelor degree. Like, yeah, like, I, I didn't. I didn't find the courses very difficult. So were all your classes in in English or French? Uh, they were. So they were all in English for the master's level. So everyone, either they were students who had done a bachelor at in Lausanne, or they were you know exchange students as well. So because of the exchange students, everything was in English. Mm -hmm. uh, but everyone spoke English, like in class. You know, everyone had different accents, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> I think like. <laughs> Yeah. My, like, it was funny because I noticed, I found myself sometimes to take on, I guess, like a stronger French accent in the way I talked, but yeah. subconsciously, like it wasn't like in, I couldn't control yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. But when I well, talked when to some students, people that like have an accent, I tend to yeah like, pick up an accent too. And I don't know why. Just though. so I'm not like left out. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, when I talk to like Canadians or, or, you know, native speakers, like I'll just speak like I usually do. Yeah. And then. For some reason, whenever I talk to, I guess, like Italians or other exchange <laughs> students or like people from Sweden and they and I obviously they'd have an accent. For some reason, I'd, I'd have a stronger French accent that would come out. Uh -huh. And I think it's just I thought a, a lot about it. And I think it's more like trying to fit in mm -hmm. uh, and, or like it helping is. them out as well, because yeah, I could speak slower with with a stronger French accent, <laughs> I guess. Well, imagine like remember when we were in TFS the people were trying to learn how to speak French and we were already fluent mm -hmm. and then we'd come back home and mom would be like, what the hell, like what <laughs> accent yeah. are you guys using? Because yeah, they, like, they pick up on their, uh, yeah, yeah, we pick up on their like French. That's true. We'd have like a weird like Toronto, <laughs> Ontario French accent. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely fitting in, and also subconsciously, I feel like if you're surrounded by people who speak a certain way, then you'll you're like yeah. Because then I'd go on Facetime and, and and you know call some friends from you know back in London, and and they'd tell me like, dude, you have an accent <laughs> now. But it's interesting because some people like in the past, like some people have no idea that I'm French mm-hmm. or like. I'll have to tell them, and they're like, I have no, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I never would have guessed. But then there's some people when I meet them, I like I say two words, and immediately they're saying, "Oh, you're French," and I'm like, "Oh, okay. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting like, how some people just can notice accents. Yeah. I feel like right now I have a pretty Did like a French, a bit of a, more of a French accent. Yeah, because you've before. been here for a while. Yeah, I can't, I can't hear it. But like, like I mostly speak <laughs> French now. It's like in the past six yeah, months, I like I barely spoke English. We have to listen to a previous episode to see. <laughs> see the, did people say you had like a American or Canadian accent? Did they pick up on that? Or no? I so like yeah, you know, compared to the exchange students and in class, like when I would raise my hand and speak and say something, like I had obviously like more of an American accent. They mm-hmm. would like compared to all the other students. Yeah, but it's like. If if but then but then it's like the way I talked. If like if Canadians heard it, they'd be like, "No, you have a French accent." So it was a weird like in the middle. <laughs> no, we don't fit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But overall, like the the whole exchange was definitely like a positive experience. It was a great experience. Like, I have no regrets. I'm glad I did it. Uh, and last, like, be, so like doing your exchange the last year of university was that good or bad? Would you have preferred to do it earlier, um, or was it kind of perfect because you ended on? That's a good question because I think it's a bit of a mix. Like I think it it, it was nice to end on that note because especially mm-hmm. it was a good experience and it allowed me to be home for a little bit. It's funny because when I was in Canada, I never regretted, you know, doing my studies in Canada. Yeah. But there were always times where when I'd come home for Christmas and see my friends here in France and like see what they yeah. their studies. I would always kind of wonder, oh, what it would be like to have done my studies instead in France, just because the culture is different, people and like mm-hmm. the, the parties are different as well. Yeah. So sometimes I had a bit of like a, oh man, like I wish I, I wish could, I could see, see what, that, it's like. what it's yeah. like on the other side. And that exchange helped me see that. So now it's like, well, I've fully experienced both, mm-hmm. I guess, cultures in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I've, so that was great, but doing it like, and, but then doing it like on your last semester, it's kind of bittersweet because on one end, like I... I could see all of my friends graduate and like finish the last semester and they also just partied all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. they didn't do very much either. And like since things had reopened in Canada, it was yeah. also like, oh man, like I wish I could be there with them. Yeah. But at the same time, I know I'm going to see them again later on. But True. and now it's like, it's also sad because now I'm done my exchange, but you know, it's not like I can come back and see everyone again and tell them how it was. Like it's like, I'll see those that are in Toronto next year. But those that I've left or yeah, that like, are in New York done. or elsewhere. You did, good yeah. Time. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, there's, so there's some it's people. Like when that. I left for exchange, there were some people I said bye. And I was like, I don't know when. when's the next time I'm going to see Aww. you. So that was a little bit sad. So having, I think, another, exchange, another like, going back to your home university after is can be nice. I think it really depends on if you loved your exchange, you might be a bit sad to have to go back. Yeah. But I feel like most people who've gone on exchange have always come back with positive experiences. It's like if you want to stay in your room all the time and meet nobody, yeah. that's your choice. But then if you want to meet people or if you want to travel, like you can do whatever you want on your exchange. You just have to Maybe. get out of your comfort zone a little bit. But there's always resources and all the exchange students are all great. How different were the student residences in Rosen? 
I'd say overall, the residents had like the same components, like the laundry room, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. the gym or things like, like essentially that. they stay the same. It's yeah, just like you just had to cook for yourself. That's that's all. But I feel like residence wise, it didn't really change much from the usual student residence. You get like people party and people call the security to shut it down. Like <laughs> <laughs> There's always yeah. those tensions, right? Uh, I guess my last question would be for anyone that's wanting to do an exchange, what like number one or top three tips would you get? <laughs> that's hard, but like, yeah. for Roku, yes. So I'd say firstly, uh, my first tip is to have a specific goal, like know what you're trying. I think going on exchange just for the sake of going on exchange doesn't really serve a purpose because then once you're there, you might be a bit lost as to what to do or you know, you might get overwhelmed by the new environment. And mm-hmm. so it might not be good for you. I think knowing for me, it was meeting people and networking and, you know, kind of discovering a new culture for others. It's traveling and really just enjoying like a, a new country and, and just also kind of taking a little bit of a break from yeah. school without really leaving school. Mm-hmm. So I think just that having, you know, that goal in mind also helps you fill out the application and it helps your university determine the best fit for you. Like looking back when I first saw Lausanne, I'd put it as my fourth choice, but after reflecting and, and looking back at the application and what I had written, it actually made the most sense yeah. into, you know, giving me Lausanne was the perfect fit. And so I'm glad, you know, Ivy did a good job on that because clearly it helped me, you know, take the most out of my mm-hmm. exchange. So I say that's my first tip. The second is try to meet as many people as possible. Ideally, don't miss the orientation <laughs> week like I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I think because that one's you, good one. for me, it was all right because I already spoke French. So it's, you know, I know I didn't really expect to make many friends from other exchange students or because I wanted to meet the locals. Mm-hmm. Turns out I had a good mix of everyone and it was great. You know, try at least like go to these the, the first two weeks are especially crucial to really get out of your comfort zone if you're more of an introvert and really meet as many people as possible just because those are the people that you might just spend the entire semester with afterwards yeah and that they'll help you discover the city and you know, if you want to travel you can travel with them and it's nice to you know create that group because you feel less lonely like i know at the beginning i would just kind of go to class and then go back to my room and just do my work Mm-hmm. But as I got to meet more and more people, I would go out more and more. And that's when I really started to enjoy the semester a lot more. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, meet locals too. Because as you said at the beginning, most people that go on exchange kind of end up just hanging out with exchange mm-hmm. students, which isn't really the whole point. Because you're going there to, you know, meet people from there. Like if you leave, if you left Lausanne and knew no one from Lausanne, like, you wouldn't even be able to go back there and be like, hey, like, I know yeah. you can stay at your place. You'd just be like, well, I know no one here. Yeah, like, like I think that's that's true. Like, I wanted to make sure. I think, like, yeah, like, try, it, it can be as difficult, as difficult, especially if you have that language barrier. But there's always locals who are down to meet you. It was interesting because when I first, before, I, right before I went to Lausanne, I, a lot of French friends I, I, I know told me like oh watch out like you'll see you know swiss people are a little bit more reserved yeah i did notice that a little bit but i feel like that's something in every culture yeah. when you first meet people i didn't really find it particularly difficult to make friends with locals mm-hmm. and get to know everyone like once i joined the clubs 
once you kind of get in those circles, you're in. And I think that's, and that can only be done through really talking to a bunch of people. And I'd say my third tip would be to not compare your exchange to other students or the students that went uh, to the same campus as the year before, because it's always completely different environments, especially with Mm -hmm. COVID, it really highlighted that. But then also don't compare your exchange experience with people who are in currently on exchange, but in different countries. Like I had some friends who were in Singapore or who were in Barcelona and obviously they have, it's not the same schools. It's always, it's also different programs sometimes. So comparing can sometimes make you make your exchange seem like, oh, it's not as good as the others, especially if you're just looking on social media, but everyone's kind of going through the same things. So I'd say just don't compare and do your own research as well on the country you're going to get to know the culture because that'll help you out as well once you move in and once you have if you have to fill out custom documents get your visa applications that'll help you a lot along the way thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode feel free to tune in next week for a new episode and follow us on spotify to get notified as well as instagram to find out more